Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. Realizing I watched a lot of uh, television with the youngsters back in the day. How about that? I'll say it again. That cab driver in Bucha Rios, Mexico, when he said, Senor, you're Espanol. Mucho bueno. Why is that? I said, uh, Dora the Explorer. That's right. <laughs> Learn so much Spanish. <laughs> I got to brush up on my Spanish, though. <laughs> yes, you do. Come estas. Una más, por favor. This is the Rod Peterson Show. That's a fact. That's where I learned my Spanish. Hey, in Quebec, were you not impressed with my Francais? Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. And I didn't have any loaded up, but I had a couple, and you kept taking them because you just knew them already. You just knew them all. You were gone. I'm sorry. No, it was good. Poutine. More than you. Hello, Quebec. How are you? It's hour two of the RP show. We're coming at you live out of the bunker, and it is uh, episode number 430 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And hello to our American friends, too, that are uh, chiming in to talk sports. And so, yeah, if you're just joining us, you've missed a lot. This is the second half uh, kickoff brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. And we're, what we're getting to today is a lot of summer sports items. Um, I'm I'm just looking at my quick six show topics here. We really only settled on two. We're all excited that the Blue Jays are kicking ass. Who isn't? That's right. Looks like they're going to hit 100 wins, and I love it. Wild card berth might be uh, shooting low. They might win a pennant here. But dang, are they fun to watch. Oh, yeah. But that's not even what we're talking about when I say summer sports. I just got the notification here. Just come up from the score, and it's about the Seattle Kraken. Okay, let's just talk about it. It is July. I understand that. But on Wednesday is the expansion draft for the NHL's 32nd team, and everybody's talking about like, – I can't believe how many people are talking about who the Kraken might take and who was left protected and unprotected by NHL teams over the weekend. And I said last hour, these hockey guys all over the country are texting me wanting their opinions thought of, and I'm like, well, come on the show then. And some are going to, and others don't want to come on the show, but they're like, just say this. So the poll question today is regarding Carey Price, CP31. He was left unprotected by the Montreal Canadiens. And I still believe Mark Bergevin, the GM of the Habs, is daring Ron Francis in Seattle to take Carey. He won't. He won't. But the poll question today is, should they crack and select Carey Price in the expansion draft? 68% on Twitter saying yes and What's Facebook? Yeah, 74 Over 70. And I just think, that's nice of you, but I just think that you're prisoners of the moment here. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that if you were the GM of the Seattle Kraken. You're not going to tie up one-eighth of your entire salary in goal. Yes, Mark Bergevin did it. Yes, they went to the Stanley Cup with it. But if you're an expansion team, I don't think that you do that. And I'm willing to bet anybody that come Wednesday night when we're watching this thing live on, what, Sportsnet will have it? 
that yeah. they don't take Carey Price. I would take Braden Holtby. We've been talking about that all day. He's won a Stanley Cup. He's a smidgen older. He costs less than half as much. He's not even playing in Vancouver. Like last year was like a free year for Braden Holtby. No wear and tear on his body that I could see. That's what I would do. Now, before we do move on to these CFL topics, because there's some good ones here, we're going to on Wednesday unveil our the team that we'll pick. And you're trying to stay within the salary cap. Good on you for doing that. That's right. As am I. But you think that our teams will be far, far, far different. Like, Like Max Domi was left unprotected by Columbus. But let's think about this for a second. How many teams Max Domi got to be on? Do you want him on your team? Do you want him on? What are you trying to build out here in Seattle? That he would be left unprotected by the Blue Jays? He's the only guy on the team I can name. Other than line A, and nobody wants him. Why are they leaving Max Domi unprotected? And you would take him? I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I would. wouldn't. He's right now. He's he's penciled in, but I got time till Wednesday to make different. <laughs> I might decisions. talk you out of it. New information might come around before Wednesday, and I, you know, we release our rosters. But you know, Max Domi is somebody I think there. But I, I keep thinking about this because I, I I've wondered about putting Landeskog on my list. He's upset that there hasn't been a deal done on an extension in Colorado, but he's a pending UFA. You sign him, and then he goes right back to Colorado. You're done. But you look at whether it's Landis Gog and a chance on him, whether it's taking Ryan Johansson or Matthew Shane from, from Nashville, or depending on who you're taking, um, you got to think about the group, the locker room. That's what I'm saying. How many leaders are going to be in your room, right? And can you have that many cooks in the kitchen and still have success? I don't know. Well, you better start thinking about it before Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Well, well I'm working on it real hard. Because it didn't take me too long. The one thing that I can't get was Jordan Eberly, my precious Jordan, was left unprotected by the New York Islanders. And that feeds back to our point last hour of are you offended and a little jilted if you were left unprotected by your team? I could see Lou Lamorello bringing in Jordan and saying, Ebs, listen, this is why we're doing it. And I think Ebs would be fine. But I've never known a player that was left unprotected to not be offended by that. I get it. So, now, Carey Price offered. Yeah. Carey Price offered to be left unprotected. That's different. I still think in Calgary that Mark Giordano would be miffed, the captain of the team, that he was left unprotected, unless they sat him down and said, why, but I don't even... Yeah, that's broken out there. Anyway, you had a point before... Well, I just on? a big job for Ron Francis, right? Yeah. You leave Eberle unprotected, because he had a little bit of a down year in terms of points, and he comes with a $5 million price tag. So the price tag doesn't meet recent production, but it does meet potential. Mm-hmm. And so Ron Francis has some tough decisions to make. Uh, Jordan Ewart from uh, YouTube watching. He says, love Eberly, but he's overpaid for his production. Well, it's not just about points, but let's not start a holy war here. Uh, on the seven ones, from the 717 writing on the Prairie Mobile text line, this viewer is watching on Game Plus TV. Come on, people. Kerry Price is going to be 38 by the end of this contract. 38. Sorry, but Kerry Price isn't Tom Brady-esque. Do we really think he's going to be good when he's 36, 37, 38? So I'm telling you, Ron Francis can figure this out. It's worked for Montreal. Not saying it's a bad contract for the Habs, but it wouldn't be a good contract for the Seattle Kraken. And by the way, did you hear the news over the weekend that Tom Edward Brady played on a torn MCL all year? I did. How's that for tough? How come that's not national news? It's because of pliability and 
TB12, electrolytes. And yoga. And yoga. Uh, Dustin watching on Facebook says, I'm late to the party, but it was nice to see you make an appearance and wave the green flag at the Estevan Motor Speedway this weekend. You guys still got that photo back there from the Speedway? If you can throw it up. Yeah, this was so hilarious. That guy, Dave, right there, he was literally, stop waving to the crowd. You got to drop the flag. And I thought, well, I thought I had time. Gentlemen, start your engines. There you go. I literally almost missed dropping the green flag because I was blowing kisses and waving to the crowd. Eh. They knew what they were getting. That's right. Uh, the second half kickoff is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. The news out of the CFL isn't entirely great. The Alouettes cut our friend Tyler Crepinia today, veteran kicker. Mike Filer, veteran Hamilton Tiger Cat center, retired today. And in Winnipeg, Mercy Maston, who we're big fans of, and it's mutual because he likes all our stuff, watches all our stories. Mercy Maston, season done with an Achilles injury. And last hour, we had the executive director of the Players Association on, Brian Ramsey, who's a good friend of ours. And you got to go back. It was like the first answer he gave because I wrote it down. He's like, there's a reason all these Achilles injuries are happening. I'll say it for him. He's like, don't buy this. It's a freak thing, which is what the teams are saying. He goes, not every, it's not happening with every team. Notice he said that? Mm-hmm. So from the Puck and Pigskin podcast, he says, the only explanation I can think of is the long time without playing has guys not in top playing condition. That's possible. Wayne and Victoria says, I get the feeling from what Brian said that maybe the teams are in some way responsible for the Achilles injuries. Uh, yeah, what made you think that? Yes. Yeah, I have no idea what he was saying. Achilles injuries from EGA on YouTube. It would appear some teams had not pre-prepared their players in advance with a mandated exercise regimen after having a long layoff. Hence, injuries. I think all we're saying here is we haven't heard the last of it. And somebody had written in here earlier and said, um, what could possibly be the reason? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I don't know. What's been in my mind is, were they pushing them too hard? Were they pushing them too hard? That would make the team responsible, would it not? Oh, yeah. You know, it really would. But we don't really know, and neither do they. But that's why they're investigating it, because they know something's not right. They know something's not right, and they want to find out what. Mm. The guy said, what could the possible reason be? I don't know, but Ryan, Brian Ramsey said, we have an investigation. We're investigating it. So, again, I don't think that it's over yet. And that's, that's why we just wanted to bring those guys on, give them a platform to speak. It's 11-11, by the way. Uh, Chris Bird watching in Toronto says the Argos trade defensive back Alden Darby for offensive lineman Terry Poole. Do the Argos have a plethora of great DBs? Uh, yeah, I think so. They got a plethora of a lot of great players at every position. And that's the news today. Alden Darby going from the Argos to the Blue Bombers because of the injury to Mercy Meston. Keith Butler watching on YouTube says some training and conditioning people be questioned. 
And that's the tough part about this is the Rough Riders strength and conditioning coach, Clinton T. Spencer, is one of the best in professional football. Ask any player. Ask any player. Is it on him? I've been told that he's been told it's not on him. But it ain't over yet. And we just found this out from the Players Association. Sean watching on YouTube, they are professional athletes. Shouldn't they always be training even in the offseason? Or is that just me? I don't know, Sean. What were you training for? These guys hadn't been paid in 18 months from the CFL. They had to go get other jobs. Where are you on the business of? Because I'm getting it a lot from former pro athletes. If these guys want it bad enough, they'll find time to train. Of course. Where are you on that? They do. No, I think they do. I think, I think the player, like it's the players aren't sitting home, sitting back, singing, man, I got to get a job and football doesn't matter and I'm not training. You're saying I got to get a job. It means I'm not training three hours a day in the middle of the day like I used to, but you got to find time to get it in. And I think these guys all care about football. And they all want to play and they all find time to train. But training isn't drills and isn't being on the field and isn't training camp. No matter how hard you push yourself. And guys push themselves hard. Yep. It's not the same. It's not the same. Well, there's a lot of, not misinformation, but different information out there. For instance, the particular drill that the Rough Riders were doing where they were tossing the medicine ball back and forth and it had to do with them sprinting and before it landed, blah, blah, blah. I've seen them do that for years and years and years. But I've had somebody on the weekend, I said I was talking to a football guy, and they're like, well, they've never done that drill before. Why were they doing that drill? I'm like, no. If it's the drill that I've been watching for years, it's not new. From the Puck and Pigskin podcast, he says, pushing players too hard? How does one know exactly how far to push a player? What's the limit? That's not for me to know or for you to know or for you to know. That's for the professionals to know. And that's the problem. Four Achilles got popped in one practice. Guess what? They were accidents. They didn't expect that to happen, but it's still called workplace health and safety. Accidents happen. Yeah, we know that. But are you covering their salary? Are you looking after them after the fact? That's what Brian Ramsey's talking about from the Players Association. What went into this? It's being investigated. And yeah, nobody wanted it to happen. What's the fallout? And how are you taking care of our players? From, what do we got here? Oh, back to the hockey thing, because people aren't moving off that. And I'm here for it. From Paolo on YouTube, it's been reported Kerry Price has knee and hip issues, likely getting surgery. Heard he's getting an MRI, and the results not known until Friday. Shouldn't this scare off Seattle? Hmm... Results hmm. not known until Friday. They do MRIs at halftime and have the results <laughs> at the end of halftime. Wait a minute. It's the Montreal Canadiens. The biggest of the big in that province. But we can't get you into an MRI because we got Martha and we got Ed and we got Joe's dog <laughs> and we got... Not looking good for you, Kerry. And what I understand is the only people that... The Kraken are allowed to talk to here over the next 48 hours are pending UFAs. They're allowed to have some conversations with pending UFAs right now. So Ron Francis can have that call with Gabriel Landeskog and find out the chances of being able to sign him. 
and then make a decision accordingly based on a conversation, which may or may not go the way you think it's going to go, but you can still have that conversation. There's no conversation, I don't believe, happening with Carey Price. So Francis <laughs> has to do his real homework. Uh, a couple things. One from Don in Winnipeg. He says, based on some of the video I've seen, players are eager to return and earn spots. It gets very intense at times. The one-on-one drills are wild to watch. I don't see anyone trying to ease into it. Is this part of the reason? Well, let's just remember, while you're talking about the Blue Bombers and Mercy Maston injured his Achilles in training camp, those Rough Rider injuries happened pre-training camp. Were they ready to go? And before we break, Rick from New Brunswick writes in. He says, let's switch it up. How about British Grand Prix versus Sappen and Hamilton? They do race each other hard. How about I do the talking, Rick, and you do the watching? How about that? How about that? Let's do that and see how that works out for everybody. The what? Get out of here with the British Grand Prix. How long have you been watching this show? We're not going to be talking about the British Grand Prix. We'll come back on these comments and Matt Sakaris next. You're watching the RP Show. This has been the second half kickoff for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey everybody, Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what, a couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld, it's sleek, there are no cords, it's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh, Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You want to know what's new about it? There was only one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm-hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek. A two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps, Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Matt Sakaris. 
I'm sure the guy from New Brunswick's not watching anymore on Game Plus, but he wanted to talk about the British Grand Prix. Uh, Director Jordan has, he's a racing aficionado. He says, hot take about the British Grand Prix. Max and Lewis are both to blame for that crash, and Lewis didn't do it intentionally. Now you know. I know who that is, though. Lewis Hamilton. Ah, I've heard of him. Oh, yeah. He's a big deal. Uh, Hey, on these Achilles injuries, Norm Fong's watching the Hall of Fame equipment manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He says, Rod, I think part of the reason for this injury was due to the type of drill the players were involved in. Burst drills. And Todd Pinkney, former Rams kicker, says the positive about the Achilles nowadays is surgery is not always the case. Most rehab is soft-casted, and they let each end of the tendons grow and reattach naturally. Yes, but as Brian Ramsey said an hour ago, doesn't matter. It still happened. Doesn't matter that it's not career-ending anymore. They're upset that these players were put in a bad position. It's very interesting. And actually, it's a great place to pick it up with Matt Sakaris, Vancouver broadcaster, Sakaris and Price. Um, you've been hearing us talk about a few of these things, Matthew. I'm interested to get your take on, uh, so what about this rash of injuries across the Canadian Football League here as in training camp? Well, I think uh, we knew something like this was coming, Rod, and thanks for having me back on the show. Appreciate it, buddy. I'm uh, very pleased to see all your success. Uh, yeah, I think we had an idea that some of this was coming based on the fact that it had been so long since Canadian Football League players had been on a field who had been going through these sorts of drills and you know let's face it it's a huge effort to keep yourself in tip-top game shape over the extended period that they were off the field i'll say this though for achilles in one session with one team astronomical like i can't even imagine what the odds on that would be um that's something that you know for me if i'm brian ramsey yeah i want a little more investigation into that because that just seems completely um, completely unrealistic uh, to have that many go with one team in one session uh, on one surface. So I think CFL GMs knew going into this offseason that, um, or going into this season, that depth was going to be a major, major uh, part of the equation, that injuries were going to come at, um, and really be a dime a dozen through training camp. And you're going to have to make do with the players who are available. Matt Sakaros with us, Vancouver based Sakaros and Price. Before we get to this expansion talk and the Kraken, because, boy, are people wound up about that. I can't imagine what they're saying in BC, but are you keeping an eye on Lions training camp in Kamloops? And if so, what have you yeah. seen out of there? Well, just a little bit. I mean, first things first, talking about the injuries. <coughs> Excuse me, Rod. Quarterback has to stay upright, right? Like, this is a 5-13 and 13 team from a couple of years ago. And Mike Riley took a licking. Now, now part of that is Mike. Um Boy, it seems like we have had just a, uh, a litany of quarterbacks in this market from Dave Dickinson, Buck Pierce, now Mike Riley, like guys who just want to sit there and hold the football past three steamboats and, and make that throw down the field, oftentimes at risk of their own good health. So Mike's got to get rid of the football a little um, a little more quickly, but I also think that uh, you know huge imperative on that offensive line to keep him upright. He is not a spring chicken anymore. Um, you know, he's in the twilight of his career, and I think he's – he still can be effective, but it has to be uh, with those clean par- pockets. It has to be, you know, with the body that's holding up in the second half of the year. And, you know, the other thing, Rod, is, uh, you know, way gone are the days of Cam Wake and Brent Johnson and Ricky Foley in the pass rush that the BC Lions used to get. It used to be a part, you know, one of the best parts of their program. And, you know, that has been lacking over the last few years, and they brought some CFL veterans in. So I think that's also going to be a really big 
big part of their success or lack thereof this season. Can they protect the passer? Can they get to the passer? Well, it is. Yeah, it's the Riders and the Lions on Friday, August the 6th at Mosaic Stadium to kick off the season week one for both teams. Now, to the Kraken expansion draft, um, maybe maybe I'll just jump in on the Carey Price thing. That's our poll question today. Should the Kraken draft Carey Price uh, with their pick off Montreal? And like a whopping number of people matter saying, yes, they should. I would not. Where are you on that? Well, I, I do think it comes down to the medicals, and uh, it would appear to be that uh, it would appear that there's quite an effort going on now in terms to get out some information about Carey Price's medicals, maybe to dissuade the Kraken from selecting the goaltender. Uh, Ten and a half million for the next five years is obviously a significant chunk of change. That said, this is a franchise starting with zero, right? Absolutely from scratch on their on their um, on their salary cap, so it's completely doable. Uh, of course, some of this is going to come down to the other goaltenders available. There are the reports out there they're going to sign Dreger or draft and then sign Dreger, a UFA to B from Florida. I think Aiden Hill out of Arizona might well have been a pick had he not been sent to San Jose just because of the weakness of the Coyotes list. And then, you know, you get into some other goaltenders, including Vancouver's Braden Holpe, who may or may not be um, available on their individual teams got to take a league goalies. I suspect they'll take Ford just to create a little extra ship if they want. I think it would be quite a statement from the franchise to say, hey, we know this is an expensive contract for a goaltender who maybe three of the last four years hasn't been great in the regular season, maybe on the downside of career. But we think Carey Price gives us a chance each and every night to win. He's got uh, roots in this state via his and the junior hockey career. Um, I, I, I would, I would go there. Yes, I would. If I was Seattle, uh, I think it makes a sense. Can't wise, uh, replicate with any other player involved in this expansion draft. Wow. Well, Hey, I'm in the minority here. I'm very ex- And by the way, Matt, as you know, that doesn't scare me. I spent a lot of time yes. there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's a place you have to visit as a as a talk show host, Ron. It's a place you visit more often, perhaps, uh, than in other lines of work. I hear you, brother. Yeah, well, you're obviously not afraid to uh, do that either. But I, now I now I have to tune in Wednesday night to see whether I'm right or wrong. But my take, by the way, you've watched every Canucks game this year. I would be taking Braden Holtby, and yes, I love him. He's a Lloyd Minster boy. Yes, but, boy. Yeah, yeah. Four point five million. Won a Stanley Cup. Why fool around with the with the price uh, salary uh, when you could? Would, would you start a franchise with Braden Holpe? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I think Kerry is. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Kerry is now significantly better than than Braden Holpe. Um, you know, it's been a tough go for Braden Holpe the last few years, both in Washington and his one year here in Vancouver. Now, that all said, you're right, Vesna Stanley Cup. Um, there's a lot of people still with high regard for Braden Holtby as a backup goaltender, and we understand that there's some pretty good interest in Braden Holtby uh, uh, from as many as eight teams across the National Hockey League who have checked in with the Vancouver Canucks about his availability, or were checking in, I suppose, uh, prior to the protection list being due. So um, it would not surprise me in the least if Seattle makes Braden Holtby uh, one of their picks, and wouldn't surprise me in the least if, if it is, in fact, Braden Holby and Carey Price, um, because I do think there's a, a market for Braden Holby out there um, and a Seattle team that, again, has some cap advantages and maybe could retain some salary in any given trade. 
uh, you know, might be able to return a, uh, a nice uh, a nice young piece, draft pick, something like that uh, for Braden Holpe if they wanted to draft and flip him. You know, the alternative, of course, is you create competition, you create depth uh, at the most important position. So, yeah, I'm fully preparing to hear Braden Holpe's name called uh, on Wednesday by the Kraken. Yeah. Interesting. And I wonder, by the way, we're spending far too much time on goalies, which is fine because it is the most important position on the ice. However, do you think we hear a name like Tarasenko, Niederreiter, Eberly, because there are some big names available outside the crease. Do you think they'll make a splash on somebody? I, I, I get a sense you are going to see uh, a splashy name or two amongst the skaters. I'm not sure we're talking Tarasenko because of the price tag. 7.5 million, uh, the term just a couple of years. And of course, like there are some significant medical question marks on, on Tarasenko as well, after all the time that he has missed for the last couple of years. And gosh, I remember the bubble series against the Canucks last year where Tarasenko just looked awful. I mean, a, a shadow uh, of the great player that he was. Um, I Look, I think if you take Harry Price, needless to say, you've now committed a significant number of your cap dollars that maybe taking the Tarasenko isn't quite uh, as easy. You know, that all said, Roddy, like they could be taking the flip guys. Like the one thing that I think everybody needs to be crystal on, uh, this is less an expansion draft to form your team, as we saw with the Vegas Golden Knights. This is a uh, a harvest of assets. Oh, there you go, Rod. I'll use the Saskatchewan term. This is a harvest. Uh, <laughs> what's going to take place on Wednesday? You take the best crops from all 30 markets, uh, and then you go about sorting out who is going to be your 12 forwards, six defense, two goaltenders, and who you can flip uh, to get this organization positioned well via the draft and via a, a, a pool of prospects going forward. It's hilarious, by the way, Matt. I think you've been out in the West long enough. I remember when Kelly McCrimmon was in Brandon doing his thing with the Wheat Kings, and when Vegas, well, when the Oilers were talking to him and some of these other teams, there was media going, who is this Kelly McCrimmon? Why is he such a big deal? And, of course, I've known him since I was 16, and he just walked in with Vegas and fleeced everybody. They're still talking yeah. about that, Matt. There's still, like, people, how much pressure is on Ron Francis to follow that Vegas template there? <laughs> Well, I mean, certainly uh, for the fans who are paying attention in Seattle, they saw their their expansion cousins here go to the Stanley Cup final in year one. And look, I think that surprised everybody, including George McBee and Kelly McCrimmon. But you're right. They did an absolutely magnificent job of stalking that team. They did a magnificent job of playing the leverage they were given by the National Hockey League. Uh, and, um, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten in trouble on my show, Rod, by using the word extortion or blackmail. You know, basically, these expansion drafts, the way they've been set up, they give the team's license to extort and blackmail the existing member clubs. And Vegas did a, ma a magnificent job of that to the point where they were able, able to build one of the best rosters in the National Hockey League quickly. And I think Seattle's going to have an opportunity here, too. You know, I. I keep hearing, oh, people don't want to do side deals because they learned their lessons of last of last time with Vegas. Well, look, if you're an individual GM trying to solve his own roster problem, you don't really care if there are four or five other teams out there that are willing to do side deals to make the Kraken better. Just like you don't necessarily care if there were, you know, six or seven teams that screwed up via the, via the side deal uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. You're simply and selfishly looking to solve your problem. So... I get a sense there's going to be a number of side arrangements done with the Kraken here, and I get a sense that that's going to make them a pretty competitive team in year one. 
Well, I can't wait. They're, they're must-see TV already, and they haven't even got a player yet. But that'll change come Wednesday night. Matt, always good. I appreciate the visit, man. Thanks for the report from the West Coast. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, Rod. And uh, anyone who wants to listen, we're 3 to 6 p.m. daily Pacific time, SecarisonPrice.com. All right. Thanks, bud. Matt Sakaris from Sakaris and Price, the Vancouver-based uh, sports talk show. Moose just ran out of the room, but that's okay. I can handle it. Let me know what you want to talk about. Prairie Mobile text line is open. I think we're going to do that right up until the top of the hour, 306-840-8777. That is 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Mobility dealer. Uh, let's look at the poll question here. Well, okay, Michael Wynn's tweeting at us in Winnipeg. He's like, LMAO, LMAO. Laugh my arse off, Holtby. Stop being cheap, Rod. Start the franchise with Kerry Price. Come on. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. And I love Kerry Price. It's too much. Marc-Andre Fleury comes at half that. And I know what you're going to say. Don't say it. Poll question. Should the Seattle Kraken select Carey Price in the expansion draft? 70% said yes, they should. (laughs) Can we just fast forward the clock to Wednesday, Clark? I can't wait for this now. I'm in a glass case of emotion now over the Seattle expansion draft. Jordan Ewart on YouTube says, why would a team handcuff themselves Right off the bat. I know, right? That's exactly what they would be doing if they drafted Carey Price. Can we break? Okay. Jordan Ewart says, 70% of people listening today are crazy. How about that? I'd say it's probably more. We'll be right back with a sports update. We'll tell you what's going on. Moose will be back, I think. Or it's just you and me the rest of the way. Fire your questions in now. 306-840-8777. We'd love to hear from you. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, we're back. And, uh, guys, I don't know if we can do this or not. But the next 20 minutes, Moose, we got to get the face-off in. And I know clearly what it's going to be because we've faced off many times. Clark was suggesting it earlier. I just wasn't quite prepared for it. Can we bring up the summer photos again? Because I never read the... uh, the word from Great Western Brewing Company, the sponsor. Can we do that? Yeah. Uh, we're asking you, here we go. This was our weekend. Both Moose and I we were together for some of it and not together for all of it. This was Friday night. What a shot on my Prairie Mobile <laughs> iPhone, by the way. I know. Can you go back to the last photo? Yeah. A little bit quicker. What a shot. That was off my iPhone you got live the tip right off. there. And that's Mike Siona throwing the ball up. Yeah. Is that guy jacked or what? Oh, he works out. He's a weatherman at CTV. Oh, no. He works out. Mike, Siona. Anyway, so that was the tip-off at the Rattlers game. There's me and Moose in the VIP section because they treat us the way we deserve. <laughs> it was good. Uh, that's me dropping the green flag and waving to the crowd and getting yelled at for not paying attention while the cars were coming around the track. Big shock there. Yeah. 
That's me watching my niece Sydney's hockey game Sunday night with my summer hockey gear, socks and sliders. Okay, guys, thanks. Uh, that's you at the movie theater. Yeah, Space Jam 2. Went and saw that. That was really good. That's the, the ad uh, that airs before every yeah. year. you and Michael Vick. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> you and Michael Vick. How about that? It, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty good cool. Good for you. Yeah, he uh, he won the auction. He, he's got the number one pick, and it's called the UFAFL. It's Franchise Fantasy Sports. And uh, just so you know, when they, when they buy their team, they run it. Dynasty League now forever. Make money as you go. That franchise cost him $175,000. This is big boy fantasy football. Darren was hobnobbing on Sunday with Michael Vick, Chris Carter, and Nate Burleson. That's a true story. Yes. So our summer photo album, we ask you to put your photos on Twitter and Instagram. And here it is. Show with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtags RP Show or hashtag GW Beer Summer. This Michael Wynn in Winnipeg is not letting it go with the Carey Price to Seattle talk with drafting him. He goes, Rod, you know Price just went to the Stanley Cup, right, Rod? Yeah, so did I. And I'm not telling Seattle to draft me. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but it's not a joke. Yeah. There is, hey, look, there's pros and cons. And you know what? You bring in price. They're not taking You're going to sell a bunch of jerseys. You're going to sell a bunch of tickets. You're going to have a competitive team. And how important is that? I think long-term it's not a great decision for the Kraken to have that money tied Let's up for Let's look at it long. from another way for a second. Carey Price is the entire Montreal Canadiens franchise. That's, he's the whole team. Yeah. Mark Bergevin's putting his balls on the table, by the way. He really is. Oh, but, yeah. But they're not going to take him. Do you want to, are we facing... Do you think they're going to take him? I think they might. He might not be on my roster just because I don't know how I fit in the other guys that I want. And look at this. It's really hard to get Price and Giordano. Giordano doesn't come cheap either. 5.5, I think? Something like I got to check his... Clark, can you check his cap hit for Giordano? But... Let's go to the big board. What'd 6.75. you say? 6.75. Six? So this is what I mean. You can't get both of those and a number one center. You want Ryan Johansson as a number one center. He costs $8 million. You can't get everybody. And you can't fill out your entire roster with seven, $800,000 guys, even though there's some really good quality ones out there. You just can't do it. So you have to decide. When I put Price in my roster... I didn't have a top-pairing defenseman. I had a bunch of three, four, and five, and six defensemen. I didn't have a one-two. When I drafted Price and tried to get Giordano, you don't have a number one line. So there's sacrifice. But you do get the, the great PR. You do get the jersey sales. You do get Carey Price, you know, solid in goal. And there's some good young goaltenders. Joey yeah. Decord, Capo Kakinen, young guys this who can be your backup. Ain't exactly the creme de la creme expansion draft. No, but it's of not. Of the names that I've seen. But it's not bad. I feel like we just faced off. Yeah, we did. For the Mad Greek in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, where the patio is, of course, now open for licensed dining at the Mad Greek. Visit them today. And brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone, now just a click away from our man cave to your man cave. Shop online today at ultimatefanzone.ca. Most of our staff around here are adorned in gear from the Ultimate Fan Zone on a daily basis. That's a fact. Yeah. Very relaxed dress code around here. Ryan in uh, New York, 
state watches and says, hey, could I send in a couple of picks, even though I don't live in great Western country? Well, look, you can do whatever you want. Of course you can. That's what we do around here. We don't restrict people. Let's see your photos. Come on, send them. You ready for a sports update? Yeah. The Toronto Blue Jays are coming off a sweep of the Texas Rangers and have won four in a row, but they face a tough test ahead. Toronto opens a three-game set with the American League East-leading Boston Red Sox tonight in Buffalo. It's Ross Stripling on the mound for Toronto versus Nick Pavetta. The Sox have lost two in a row. This is big. This is, they want to win the division. They have to win this series, clearly. Sweeping it would be nice. Yes. The two best teams in baseball are going head-to-head today. The National League West is up for grabs as the Giants and Dodgers open a four-game series today. Giants have 58 wins, as do the Dodgers. LA's won the NL West for eight consecutive years. How about that? How about that? Eric Almarola pulled off a surprise victory at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. It was the first win of the year for Stuart Haas Racing. The race was delayed nearly two hours by rain, and NASCAR called it early due to darkness. Almirola raced to his third career cup victory and first since 2018. Hey, us NASCAR fans weren't very happy with him calling that, eh, Jordan? We weren't very happy with that. He's not paying attention. He liked the result. He was okay with him calling it early. Okay, I got you. A lot of crashes where I was Saturday night. A lot of crashes. It was too many crashes. People were mad. Yeah, and it starts getting delayed. I was in, you saw the, up on the platform there where I was dropping the green flag and uh, the race before the one that I went up to drop the green flag on, there was crash after crash after crash. It took forever. Mm -hmm. So I jump in the area. I got to learn the wording. And the guy says to me, ah, idiot drivers. And I said, what, what, what? Well, they're all trying to get into first. I'm like. Isn't that the idea? <laughs> what am I missing, Jordan? Yeah, if you're not first, you're last. Who said it? Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. But shake and bake. But Jordan just said you can't win the race in the first lap. So yeah, you all want to get in the first right away, and we all go and we pile up and it start again. Pile up, start <laughs> again. Just that's what relax. happens. That's what happens. Take over first on the second lap, or the third lap, or the fourth lap. Um. I wasn't done yet. The Canadian Elite Basketball League announced Saturday that the Ottawa Blackjacks and the city of Ottawa have been awarded the rights to host the 2022 CEBL Championship Weekend from August 17th to the 21st with games taking place in the arena at TD Place. That is the home of the Ottawa 67s and the Red Blacks. The championship weekend will be a five-day festival hosted locally in partnership with the City of Ottawa, Ottawa Tourism, Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group, and the Blackjacks. The celebration of basketball, music, and local culture will feature concerts, street festivals, the CEBL Awards Gala, and more. In the CEBL tonight, Moose Edmonton visits Guelph. You can watch on CBC Gem and Twitch. And the Phoenix Suns are trying to prove their resilience on the biggest stage of them all. The Suns face elimination for the first time in the NBA postseason when they travel to Milwaukee for game six of the finals tomorrow night. Phoenix won the first two games of the series. The Bucks have roared back to win the last three. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and information. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars... 
Now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, almond coconut. What's your favorite? Uh, the peanut butter chocolate. Ooh. I know. But there's flavors we haven't tried. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. And if you use the promo code RP Show, they'll give you 20% off. Overtime coming up next in Viewer Takeover. You're watching the RP Show on this Monday on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It's overtime. It's a lot of people's favorite part of the show. Moose is with me. And uh, by the way, I should tell you, coming up tomorrow, from CHCH TV Hamilton, Clint Bubba O'Neill, our NHL insider, Rich Sutter, and Gannon LaRock, he is a NHL draft prospect with the Victoria Royals. So that's coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to that. I appreciate you spending the day with us wherever you may be watching the program today. And uh, obviously, uh, we have a lot of viewers in Ontario. 905 texting us, anonymous texter. Says about 15 have tested positive in the Olympic bubble. One in the village. I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet, Moose. Yeah, starts Friday. But is, it, is it that soon? I know it shocked me, but yeah, it does. And they're gonna have the, this is it's gonna happen. Yeah, you're bringing people in from all over the world, so you you have to expect a little bit of this. And hopefully, it's okay. Ugh. We found it. You're not in. You gotta wait. What an absolute logistical nightmare. When it comes to the Olympics, can you imagine? But they have to. It's be a hard running for it. a pee wee football team, let alone the Olympics. I know, I know. But oh. they have to be prepared for this. So this shouldn't be. None of this should be a surprise. What's, none of this should be. What's being prepared? Bringing along backups. Like look at how the NHL had all of their systems in place and all carefully coordinated and making sure there's no interaction. And so if it happened in the village, it, it didn't mean that you were hanging out with the team from, from Japan and the team from Argentina. And, oh, and then we found out later, no, you stay with your group or yourself in the village in your own space. And they've got, it's the Olympics. They've got this figured out and this is going to happen. Uh, any CFL uh, comments are welcome here, but people seem to really be wanting to talk about the, Seattle expansion draft, and I'm down with either or. As I said, fluent in both of Canada's official languages, hockey and football. Um, regarding the, uh, the Achilles injuries from EGA, watching on YouTube, says the Rough Riders of Saskatchewan, a pro sports club, they have to take full responsibility for allowing players without supervision into the team facility prior to training camp to practice. Sounds like that is what's being investigated by the CFL Paris Association right now. Kind of sounded like it's not done yet. Yeah. Which I thought it was, but clearly not. Regarding Carey Price being left unprotected by the Montreal Canadiens for the expansion draft, somebody said here earlier, and I, I can't quite find it, but it's about his injury. Mike in Toronto says they won't take him. After talk about a knee surgery, why would they want, why they want to not have him for a year? 
The Knights set the bar to get to the Stanley Cup. They want to compete now, so they need a goalie now. You know, we talked about this on Friday. It's like, it seems so elementary and just so obvious that they're just fibbing about these injuries to Shea Weber and Carey Price. They wouldn't put it just out there and hide in plain sight, would they? What a bluff. Yes, they would. They absolutely would. We can't get him an MRI till Friday, so we don't even know. We don't even know till Friday if, if he can play next year or not. And you're drafting Wednesday, so I think you should just not draft him, Ron. But if you want to, take your chance. He's probably got an injury. <laughs> I mean, good for you. And besides, I could I could use the extra ten mil to spend on in free agency. They like going shopping in July. Teams do this. Yeah, of course. It just, it, but it just seems so obvious that people wouldn't think that they're doing it. But this is exactly what they're doing. And here's the thing. Mark Bergevin is so cool that he doesn't have a tell. You don't know. He doesn't have a tell. He's, yeah, he's MRI results Friday. He is so cool that you can't sit across from him and tell if he's lying to you or not. <laughs> he's just. Sorry, Bergy? Yeah. Yeah. Bergevin. Well, yeah. Very popular in Montreal. When they're winning. When they're winning. <laughs> they love you in Montreal when you're winning. It's like Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. They love you. Winner tie. Um, from Jeff, the Stamps fan says, could they not just call Price's agent to get what's up? Probably not. By the way. The thunder cracks so high above. Whoa, listen to this. Can you hear this? Yeah. It is pouring rain and hail, clearly. The thunder cracks so hot. The the thunder cracks so loud. I thought they were moving chairs. I said, are they moving chairs on the floor above us? And you said, there is no floor above us. That's right. Oh, yeah. Thank God I didn't bring Big Bird today. I'd have been getting inundated. It would be a tough drive home. Mm-mm-mm-mm. From Pinckney, regarding the uh, positive test in the Athletes Village, he says you need a negative test before you board, negative test when you land, negative test to enter the village, and then you have COVID when you enter? WTF. I know, right? This is the stuff that makes no sense. Where is it coming from? Faulty testing equipment? Could be. I'm could, just so over it. Could be false I'm positives. So, isn't everybody over it? Like, here's the thing. I've seen people traveling to the States, and you need, a, you need to have a negative test before you get on the plane to go home. They get, on the, they get on the plane, go to the States, and right when they get off the plane, they take the test. And then they go hang around the U.S., but that test that they took when they got off the plane is the one they used to get back on. So it doesn't track if you've gotten COVID over the next two days. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Not really. From Troy in Toronto, he says, I got a call from the Canadian Olympic chef de mission to fly to Japan as a backup for multiple sports. Even a 53-year-old may win a medal through participation attrition. What sport? I wonder how old the oldest Olympian is. I guess we'll find that out. Listen, I love the Olympics. Mm-hmm. When Michael Phelps was crushing it, I sat and watched it all day. I'm going to do that again. I love it. But it is, uh, we got a long week ahead of that. Again, tomorrow, Clint, Bubba O'Neill out of Hamilton, Rich Sutter, and Gannon LaRock of the Victoria Royals. Thanks today to Brian Ramsey, Saul, Elamimian, and Matt Sikaris. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus.
Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.